Yo, what up? Welcome to the eighth episode of the Ridge Podcast. It's Pat and Wickham. We're out here. here. I'm 35. 21. So there's the there's the gap right there. I grew up with uh, Rage Against the Machine, Allison Chains, Kirk Cobain, um, Bradley Knoll, Lane Staley. Um, Lane Staley was Allison Chains. And uh, Wickham's got Drake. No, Wickham's got Kanye. Kanye, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. You have Kanye and Frank Ocean. And Kendrick, don't forget Kendrick. And Kendrick, okay. I had, I just, it's sad to think how many incredible, real live rock stars I have. I have Kanye, Dre. You're missing, you've, you forgot like a lot of them. You got Lil Wayne. How are you mm. going to do Lil Wayne like that? Yeah, Lil Wayne, okay. Well, just because, you know, Bradley Knoll, Kurt Cobain, um, and uh, um, hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. You're looking back on a decade that's over. Exactly. I'm in the middle of one right now. I'm I'm here right here with you, and this Drake shit is. Fine. To tell it straight. Oh, okay, okay. So much on my plate, I gotta delegate. Baco pass a drug test. We gotta hard. celebrate. I'm in better way, thinking how to make. Which song is this? I don't really like when he sings. Um, I think this whole album was, I was so disappointed by this whole album, dude, to be honest with you. I know. That's crazy. Um, I'm just wondering how loud we should play this shit. I've been waiting on this. I like that. Because we could just, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it's it was hard for me to l listen to the whole fucking thing. It's a double album too, yeah, you know which what? is just just a way to to hack the fucking streaming, the way the streaming works on billboards. Like, yeah, yeah, like that's whole, why Migos whole, released forty tracks. Like it's just like some commercial bullshit, so he could get on platinum in like two days. That's why it's a double album. He's not doing it because it's art. And is mm. side A and side B are those like? like works of art like in themselves is side a completely different from side b like yeah side a like he sings and he's soft and then side b he raps with that is that enough to justify like having a double album no no i haven't i haven't well i mean i haven't heard a bad song so but have you heard of, like a really really good song on it because that's yeah. that's the issue it's like it's not well, bad. Well, first of all, I don't really it's like just, God's it's, plan, but it's just lukewarm as fuck. I don't like this song. I mean, I don't. I'm not mad at this song. No, yeah, I mean, but, but, but that was a single he released before. Like that's. I mean, that's, I'm not really like counting. I mean, I guess that's yeah, a banger. It's a little. That's it's more banging though. than any song on any of the five Kanye albums. God's plan. Not. We're not. Look, there comes a time when you need to separate your opinion from the facts. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not, my opinion, I'm removing my opinion right now from this. Cause okay. if you want to talk about my opinion, I'll start talking about tribe called quest and Wu-Tang. Okay. So let's, let's just remove the opinions. So we're talking facts. That song, you hear that everywhere. Well, yeah. I okay. Mean, you don't hear any of those other songs. If we're talking commercial success, Drake's the winner. Number one, there's no argument. Okay. So, so don't ask if there's any good songs on this album. Cause that's one. Regardless of what you think or not, I but, mean, okay, but, but, you know but what? This you know shit, what? he did release it. I think I'll give it to you. But this actually is another one. In my mind, this is—I think this is sicker than anything I've heard. 
You like this more than Ghost Town? Um, I just want. I'm just. I'm just, actually I just, actually for, for for the reason, in my personal opinion, like that shit goes harder, and I fuck with that sample harder, and I don't really like how these fools are singing out of key. Personally, I don't fuck with that. So the first whole half but of that as a song, like you, you think you like it better than um the second than that than than Scorpion. I mean, look, I, I, it's hard to compare. And actually, that's I, what I one of the reasons I wanted to bring to talk about all this because I feel like you're bringing some other shit into it, almost like you're on like the Kanye team, which means you can't really fuck with Drake. Which is hip hop culture. I get that, right? But, but this is art. This is dope. That's dope. Yeah. Travis is dope. Mm -hmm. It's all like, it all has elements about it that are dope. Like back when I was growing up, like just because I like Nirvana doesn't mean I couldn't listen to Sublime. Yeah. I liked all that shit. And for you to sit here and tell me this isn't a hot track, it's crazy. Um, it is what it is. Actually, like I get understand what you're saying about the team shit. Like Drake does get a lot of yeah, shit for being up. soft. Is that a like, fire ass sample or not? It's whatever. Right. Um, Hold up. So yeah, this is, you don't really fuck with this sample. No, it's, I mean, it, it's good. I'm just. Hey. Like, like I don't me, think it's amazing. Yeah, for me, like that's the type of sample that I. That's like what I want. Like that's the type of sample I remember hearing, when I was buying hip hop LPs on vinyl and like looking for the instrumentals, and they had like like Jedi Mind Tricks and like J. Rue the Damage and Dilated Peoples and Wu Tang, and that was like that's the kind of sample I fuck with. Mm, yeah, but um. I feel like it's, I mean, exactly. It sounds like, I mean, that, I guess that's the biggest issue with this album for me is that it's like every single album he's, he's dropped. Like with, with views, when he dropped that, it was the same thing. It was, I, I was really disappointed with it. And as far as the, the, the team playing goes, like that is true somewhat, but I wanted to like the album, dude. I love Drake. Mm -hmm. I think he has, I think the way, like his punchlines are bar to none. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he'll have like me and me and Salty were in like where were Carolina, no Ohio, and he was playing me this Twenty One Savage track where he where Drake was like she texted me Purple Hearts because she know that we at war. I was like genius. If he does write his own shit, <laughs> he's fucking amazing because that in itself. Yeah. And then he has another line on the album where he's just like. I'm going to butcher it, but he's just like, she's the type of girl to save pics from a vacation and post it later. So it looked like she's still traveling. Like Yo. it's so good. Or hey, like, hey, hey, or like my, up. or like my favorite line is my side bitch. My, um, my side bitch got an iPhone 5s with a screen cracked and she still hits me up right away. Like, it's amazing. It's yeah. And absolutely. he talks about relevant shit. Like there's a song on here where he's talking about like, a chick posting herself like masturbating in his bathroom and this other girl hits him up and then he talks about like whatever i i i i can't really quote i mean maybe it maybe what it is is that i'm just kind of new to the game like when his other shit like i don't really go deep in the fucking shit like like when views came out like i just like listen to it like whatever mm. and i remember like in that got a lot of enemies like, that was a good song. Lot. Like, yeah, like the beat was dope and it went yeah. hard. And I'm yeah. not like, like you're bringing other shit into it. 
Like, I don't do that. Like, I listen to art completely subject. I don't give a fuck where it came from, how it was made, what it sounds like, what it doesn't sound like, how old it sounds, how new it sounds. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, this shit goes hard. Then, like, that shit goes hard to me. Like, that makes me want to punch someone in the face. I don't know why. And then this will comes in like... Look. I just flip the switch so low key, but that's his thing. You're saying you're saying that's like what he does, right? What do you mean? This doesn't sound like. This is like. In your mind, that's like what he always does. I mean, I understand what you're saying of like, yeah, like you gotta look at it for like what that's it just, is. Like that, for me, that makes me feel like I want to turn. But it I've way been a Drake up. fan since I was like 12, bro, and right. like I've heard these drops, and like I'm getting, I'm getting okay, a so little like, tired. So what? That's relevant. So, okay, to so, an artist. Okay. If Quentin Tarantino so released the same movie eight high, times, and I saw the eighth movie, and I was like, this is just like your last eight movies. That's like a relevant opinion. Right, I'd be like, why aren't you pushing? Why aren't you oh, exploring oh. new things? If like, Quentin Tarantino made eight Pulp Fictions, I would be so happy. I would be, yeah. But then you would have never, he would have never made Inglorious Bastards, right? You know, Pulp then Pulp he Fiction. would have, he would have never made Hateful Eight. I wish. Then he would have never made Reservoir Dogs. Then he would, like, these are all great things that he made because he pushed the envelope. Yeah, I wish he never did make those. You don't like Inglorious Bastards? Not as much as Pulp Fiction or Jackie I, Brown. I think Inglorious is his best movie. I think Jackie Brown and Pulp Fiction and uh, Reservoir Dogs are his best movies. I think they're raw, more raw. They're less pretentious. But, okay, even compare Pulp Fiction that's just my, that's to Jackie just Brown, they're completely different. Not Well, yeah, well, obviously they're going to be different, but he's not trying to, like, he's not like going, I'm going to make something different. I'm going to push myself. It's like, as soon as, as soon as Rage started doing that, like shit got whack. As soon as Metallica, it's like your ego gets involved and you want to be like better. It's like, you know what? Like, just do you. Like Bob Dylan never like, well, he did go electric, but like, you just write songs, just write good songs. Like you don't need to push to be better and greater. It's like, okay, that's it, fair. If I, you I, have genius in you and, and you have talent and art, artistry in you, like Basquiat or I think I think that works go with the flow Drake if you think about Drake he's staying like you're right in the way of like don't fix it if it ain't broke because he's in the pop music lane right like pop pop artists aren't supposed to push the envelope funny that's almost like that's almost why I kind I don't resent him but like I just can't fuck with it because like I love pop music but he's so pop since when is this pop have you Hold since up. the last 10 years okay okay let's just marinate on that if this is pop this is pop this is the pinnacle okay of pop. then i fuck with 15 year old girls are listening to that right now. i fuck with pop then. that's all over the radio i don't how care would you define pop how old the girls are they're listening to it i don't care if you're gonna call it pop this catch me because i'm gone that shit's hard that's hard I don't give a fuck what you call it. I mean, I could show you some old Drake. This is fucking... pop. That's pop. But it's kind of like not though. Like Taylor Swift is pop. Like calling Drake pop is like, that's the same shit Nate said. The words, the he words. Goes, he's a pop artist. Did you talk to Nate? No, we, me and Nate are just agree on everything. Yeah, but like, it's almost as if like, there's something I'm not aware of that's like, like fools just want to hate on 
No, Drake. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't dude. I love Drake. And like, I, I love his old shit. Take care was an amazing but wait album. A second. That's so crazy because like I talked to Nate and he was saying, and I couldn't believe he didn't like this album. And he was like, yeah, it's crazy. He's like breaking all these records. Yeah, he is. dude. And it, that's what and also you just said that too. Yeah. And that's so what, like you and him are like on that same yeah. Like, but I thought he was going to be getting hated on and it feels like he's getting hated on. He's invincible, dude. He's fucking, he just took an L from Pusha T. And yeah. Released yeah, a lukewarm yeah, album, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's he still lukewarm. went platinum, dude. Lukewarm. Okay. So as far as the definition of pop goes, like it's changed, dude. It's completely different. It's rap no, is pop now. Yeah. But you can't. Little okay, Uzi so, Vert is pop music. Yeah. So why aren't you calling Kanye pop? Cause he's not, and that's he, crazy. And he, but he wants to be. Like he goes on these rants of like how he like almost resented Drake for being on the radio, but Pablo is never on the radio right, and shit. Right. Like he wants to be, but he can't and, help himself but push. But push, yeah, and like, right. and you don't have to push to be to be dope. Like, um, I just feel like yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Drake and like his career, just like you know what, it's so he stays so strictly in the pop lane that. Maybe it's just new to me, a, a completely pop rapper. Maybe that's new, and I'm just like, I don't fuck with it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but just because this shit is popular doesn't mean it's not coming. He's not going hard. No, I don't feel. Like, I, I have hard. songs where he goes way harder. His old shit, dude. He goes way harder. I don't know. Okay, man. here, give me, give me, give me that. Okay. Well, I, I had to turn my Wi-Fi off. Uh, here I'll put it on my phone. But you can turn it back on. I don't know if that's fucking this shit up or not. Just turn the Wi-Fi on. I was just I was trying to fix it for a second, but whatever. That God's Plan song sounds like shit anyway. You'd cut it. It's coming in all fucking dicey and Yeah, I, I, I will say that the conversation is a little bit more productive than I than I thought it was gonna be. Good God I, Almighty. Like back in the old days. Like I hear what you're saying. You know, years ago they yeah. had uh, A&R I hear what you're saying too. To play, how to play it, you know, it sounds like shit, rock. but when the studio and we did it we had champagne in the studio of course you know compliments of the, the company and we just laid back and did it so we hope you enjoy listening to this album oh, who you think you are the wu-tang sample that's hard drake is capable of this The sample, first of all, is the girl in the background. And that's not Utah. We're talking about the statue. No, I'm talking about the cash rolls that are around. Me. Fuck, you, had braces. you don't hear that? All black back, but I'm not a racist. Yeah, this shit's Go to Drake's house. Oh, I don't think Drake goes over that beat. By the time Drake comes on, it like goes I should be dressing different. Like I should be less aggressive and pessimistic. Hold up, listen. Like I should be way more nervous and less dismissive. This is like amazing. I should be on my best behavior and not talk my shit and do it major. Like the niggas who paid away for us. Like I didn't. Like I should be. And more dismissive. What did he say? Oh, I wasn't listening. Okay. But and hold then, up. But go back a little bit though and just play that again. That that what he just said. Study the game. That, yeah. Uh. Like I should be less aggressive and pessimistic. Dude. Like I 
should be way more nervous and less dismissive. Like I should. That's just hard. Like I okay. should be way more nervous and less dismissive. I mean, I don't know. Like, dude, just seems really smart to me. He's very dude. Lyrically, like, if and, he and, does and, write his own shit, he is on I another mean, fucking duh. level, dude. You need to, you, but but hold but up, here we up. go. Wait, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. That song is like an example of like hard Drake, right? But this this is even soft Drake. Can you ever? This song is amazing. Right. You know the song, right? I don't know. I probably will. Oh that crazy. is amazing scorpion like you know what i'm saying bro like i spent my whole life listening to shit like okay, this and then i hear up. scorpion you know what hold i mean up. okay um okay first of all well i'm just gonna hit you real quick with with the song off the second part of scorpion that was crazy to me because the fucking melody this shit is crazy. Sounds so bad though. I'm sorry, people. This I melody is so dope. This is a very you melody. Yeah, I've no, I've heard like a very similar like songs you fuck with. There's like a similar vibe. Yeah, this chord. So I can see you liking it. This chord progression is just so dope. It's just good, and he's singing so on key. It's just, it's mellow, but it's good. Yeah. You say I led you on. Okay, so so here's the thing about like whether he writes his own shit or not. Like we need to just stop that conversation. The shit needs to just end, because you don't just keep. It doesn't matter if he does or if he doesn't. It doesn't matter. Cause he's picking the right shit. Let's just say for the sake of argument that, that, that other people write all his shit. He found the right people. So, yeah. did, so did Michael Jackson. You don't hear people talking shit about the fact that he didn't write his own shit. So, so first of all, it's different with a rapper though. But why, but why? Like, first of all, I think he because does, rap he, comes from like the core root of like talking about your story and like you and like, yeah. And nobody rap can, is about the individual and, and nobody can write the same shit that he's writing constant consistently over the course of his entire career. Quentin Miller, dude, that's crazy. That's that who's writing. You don't actually think that he doesn't write any of his own shit. I think he, I don't know. Okay, the answer so, is, I don't know. So, so, it, it's a little just, shady. That's how all the Pusha T beef started, dude. First of all, I heard he came into Pusha's studio and said, this is all garbage. You need to change this. Or he, he, he came into Kanye's studio and, 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 like re, and told him, like, this is not good. You need to change all this and like helped him like with his whole album. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he wrote a couple lines and um, he wrote a couple lines in uh, Yikes. Like so he wrote he, the chorus for that. So and, he like, wrote it. Yeah. Okay, so why are you... Because Kanye credited them as writing. He wrote this verse. Drake wrote this verse. Pusher wrote this verse. No, I'm saying why... It, okay, so there's proof right there that Drake writes. But he doesn't credit them. What do you mean? They're ghostwriters. Oh, you're saying Drake isn't crediting these people? Yeah, like Kanye But you don't released... even know if he wrote it. What? You don't even... First of all, okay, you're, you're telling me that Drake wrote some shit on Kanye's record. He wrote the chorus for Okay, Yikes. so therefore he is a good writer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. No, I never said he was a bad writer. Okay, cool. So let's just let's just start there. 
Drake can write, okay? Let's not do the speculative like ghostwriter. That's just bullshit. Okay, like, all right. Let's not right. do that. Like, because unless there's any okay, what? Okay, let's let's end the whole ghostwriter conversation. Okay, it doesn't matter. Michael Jackson got his songs written. Right. I get what at the end said. of at the end of the day though is Scorpion didn't deliver, dude. I know. Well, I just like, I just showed you two songs. Yeah, but tell me, said. tell me that whole like hold on, we're going like tell me it was better than what I showed you. I I, I don't know about better. I just like it. Yeah, like, I like that melody. That's that's fine, and that's like kind of my point about it being pop. It's like I just like it. You'll forget about it, right? In a month, dude. Right. <laughs> It'll probably uh, less. But but dude is really smart, and when I hear when I hear what he's saying, it's like fuck, dude. This dude just said that. Like really, I love the way he just said that. Did you hear the line he said about his kid? Uh -uh. It's so corny. <laughs> he said, uh, "I wasn't hiding my kid from the." I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world for my kid. It's so hilarious. Cause then now there's like, and everyone's just like, come on, dude. Like there's like this meme where this, 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 the girlfriend's asking the dude, he's like, why don't you ever post me on your social media? He's like, I wasn't hiding. I wasn't hiding you from the world. I was hiding the world from you. And, and then the guy's like, thanks Drake. Like it's just a corny ass fucking cop out for being a shitty dad. You know what I mean? Nah, I don't really know what's what that's all about but i just feel like this whole album i feel like he needed a one with this album right like Pusha T just fucking tore him to shreds he had no comeback right it ended with Pusha T. like there's no you know he thought he was god right with after all the meek mill shit and um this album i'm not saying it's bad i just ex i just w I want and expected more of him yeah, and I'm not you, saying pop music is problem. bad. No, see, that's and, the problem though, is that you and Nate like are saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad, but you, but you guys are like talking shit. It's lukewarm. It's just, and that's whatever you're like, you needed to win. This isn't a game to me. Like art and music isn't like a game about winning or losing or any of that shit. Like this is just like a good piece of art. Okay. Fuck all the beef. Fuck everything. Right. As an album. Right. And like, but, you're, but you can't, you can't do it because you keep bringing his old albums into it. Well, of course. Him, no, you can't. I don't do that. Like just listen okay, to it if as I, a if body I, of work. As a body of work. It's still lukewarm, dude. Like okay, it's just well, whatever. I think it's, I, I like it and I don't really actually like a lot of shit, which is crazy. Yeah. But well, I'm going to ask you again about this album in two weeks. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, I probably won't really, I mean, like I listened to it that one day and like, then I just kept moving with like, you know, father John Misty and shit. Yeah. I mean, like no, that shit has depth for me. Like I'm just, I listen well, to a whole other thing though. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. But like, I listen to this stuff because I want to like know what's happening. And I understand, like I listened to like push up on the breakfast club and they were like, Oh fucking Drake. He fucked up. This is going to be a blemish on his name. And like, dude didn't say shit. He just fucking came out with fucking 30 songs that I think are all dope fucking breaking all kinds of records and like push a what? Like what? Like, no, that's why I didn't support like he push came a out, T in like, that beef. Like if like I was posted so, on my stories, let, fuck let, push let me, a T is because at the end of the day, Drake's a better artist, right? He's number one right now. He's the top of the game. He's the top of the rap game. Let, let me finish. He's though. like a pop fucking 
he's like a pop fucking he's he's the king right now yeah. and that's but, but, but all you, amazing but all i'm saying is that like it's not it's not a good album in like it's just not okay so there you there you said it it's not good yeah but it's not bad it's just not good you know what i mean like it's 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 painfully okay. average all right cool so let me let me finish though when i'm talking right because like what i got from hearing that was like you're right like he is bigger than pusha he is better than pusha and like he like he has a producer like he low-key goes in his studio in hidden hills and he made this whole fucking album with his producer quietly that's not true he had a couple guys he had he had but he um, has like an in-house team. he does yeah he has 40 I, he has noah 40 shabib and he has he he did ID, one of his old, I forgot his name, the other producer, he, he went back to one of his old producers. But yeah, he does have it Which I like, like, this kind of goes against what I was saying about like, it doesn't matter how it was made. But I guess that's not totally true. Because like, when you're listening to Nirvana, like, you know, it is a lot about the story and who the artist is and X and like these people and their attitudes and how they do it and what they represent and what they stand for. Especially in rap. Yeah, but I do think that we need to kind of like, not put so much on that right we should be able to close our eyes and like enjoy art as it's presented to us yeah. with no bias separate from the right? beef and all the culture yeah and all just that this song okay but that's but, fair but um and when i do that like i just hear it and i and, and when he 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 does his punchlines and he says things super smart and like and i think wow this dude is like really he sounds to me like a really well-balanced smart successful like and even though i, I want to say humble in this weird way because it's like he is the king and he is on top and he's probably more successful than any other artist on the planet right now but he's not like i feel like he could be a lot more like vocal about that and like loud and like in your face about it the way like you know jay-z was or, or kanye is or i feel like there's this kind of humility to him even like in the way he delivers his 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 lyrics like he's super like laid back and like he has this like kind of like low like monotone i don't know he he, he just so all those things translate when I listen to his music and it's like, I, for some reason when he raps, like I'm listening because I'm like excited to hear how he's going to say something. And he always impresses me with how he says shit and his lyrical skill, like as a rapper and like, as like presenting things in a new, interesting way. Um, You know, he's, he's a, he's a good rapper and he can sing. Yeah. Like he can really sing, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah, just keep <laughs> going back to the old album. You're missing out. Dude. Right, if right. you think that's good, you're going to, the other shit's going to blow but your like mind. Like for me, like that minimal, like hard hitting, like bass driven, like I've heard a lot of his other shit. And I personally like that. Have you listened to it like beginning to end like you did Scorpion? No. You got to do that. I will. Trust me, dude. Do that. Like I if you will. like that, dude, you'll, you'll blow your mind. And it's funny because I, uh, 
I am kind of coming in here like it's like when someone jumps into a conversation that's already been happening. Like I am guilty of that because I never really liked Drake or any of these fools. I never really wanted to like know what was up. Yeah. But I feel like Kanye and all the recent shit he's been going through has inspired me to want to be more involved with That's the culture. Dope. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's because of Kanye that I'm like really trying to listen to this Drake. Isn't that crazy? That's dope. No, I, yeah. I, I totally agree. You know what I, I mean? I like, like see that in you. Yeah. Like, so, I see so, it but, but, but so he, to me, he's at the top of like artistry and like a real natural born artists yeah like um but so so having said that i'm listening to this and i'm and i'm like wow like this dude's fucking ill and i'm not really having the same context you do yeah with his past shit um but but i but i also do think that like you like you can't let go of this whole like you 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 can't listen to it with an open mind because of the history of Drake. Well, and, I I, and your, your, I did your, I did after you told me to I did, and I did I, even when I do separate it, it's still um, it's still just not it just doesn't deliver right, and I I feel like. I feel like you do have some merit. What you're saying is like you're coming in new and I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who's never heard Drake before and hears that and they're probably like, whoa, this dude can sing. Like literally what you said, like this dude can sing, this guy can do all these things. But like everyone else, like we've, we've, we've been hearing that and like we, we know this already and it's like he didn't deliver. Like he's had plenty of albums where he didn't like quote unquote push the envelope like an artist like Kanye or anything like that. He doesn't have to, dude. He's a pop artist and it's fine. But this album is not that. Yeah, that song you just played, that like that huge singy song thing, like amazing. Yeah, that shit is like crazy. that shit, dude. Like when I'm driving in the can you unlock your phone? When I'm driving six 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 six. When I'm just driving, like on like just fucking with some friends and I play that song, it just makes you feel some fucking type of way, dude. Yeah. And like that is amazing what he was able to do. And he was pushing it. And he was kind of pushing it in a way. You know what I mean? Like he was going hard on the singing and like, here, I'll play some old shit. Finding it right now. Like if I, if I would, not this song. Shouts out to Kellen. He told us that we had to put our, we had to be play, okay. playing the music. This is like from 2009, Drake. Mm. This is like. Did you hear me just shouting someone out? Oh, my bad. And then you just jumped right in. You do that all the time, bro. I know. I, well, hey, I'm, you got to call me on it. We, we can't be doing that. But I was saying that we're going directly into the computer now. Oh, Kellen yeah. Kellen told us we, that we should. But something still doesn't sound right. You know, a lot of girls be. Thinking my songs are about them, bro. Listen, just listen to his verse not after the chorus. This one's for you. Baby, baby Drake. Head, 
You all I ever wanted We could do it real big Bigger than you ever done it You be up on everything Other hoes ain't never You can forward it to his verses if you want I swear I could spill it I have my heart or we could share it like the last slice Always felt like you were so accustomed to the fast life Have a nigga thinking that he met you in a past life Sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on That's when you're the prettiest, I hope that y'all don't take it wrong You don't even trip when friends say you ain't bringing Drake along You know that I'm working, I'll be there soon as I It's good Yeah If you need me, you can't call me, I stay busy Elevate. I got a chance, then my niggas got it too, like it's contagious. I see the future when I get wavy. But I couldn't picture being champagne when I would buy that shit and save it for the right occasion. I couldn't picture changes when I was with Miss Creighton. That lady hate. Like, I personally like that, like, way better. Yeah. Just cause that beat. Couldn't pitch a wife like, and braid like And I was pumping gas on road trips to go from Cincinnati on a date and I couldn't gauge it. I wanna thank God for working way harder than Satan. He's playing favorites. I wanna thank God for working way harder than Satan. He's playing favorite. I don't know. Like I just I don't know. maybe that other shit was like too poppy. I, I mean, really that's like his old, that's like Baby Drake. Yeah, I know, but like all that shit. To me, like this new album is less pop in the way that, that it was produced and the way it sounds. It sounds yeah. like darker and like more minimal and like he's really rapping and it just sounds, I don't know. So all that's right. why when you use words like pop, it's hard to... Want to go to the next topic or... <laughs> yeah. Um, so I watched Idiocracy. For the first time, dude. Yeah, that shit is like judge. It really made me scared of like the world and where it's going. Cause it's true. Nah. Because I mean, he's just showing. Some. I mean, I mean, but I think it's kind of true that like like the hillbillies were the hillbillies had like sixteen kids and like they. And they were having more kids and then like the scientists were like, oh, we're going to wait. You know, the economy's not really good right now to have a kid. So they're like waiting. And then like yeah. the guy's like infertile. So they end up not having kids and he like dies of a heart attack. Yeah. And they'll really just fucking and fucking. And I mean, I know some people right now, my friends, some of my friends that have kids and like me and Veronica are just chilling. Yeah. And because I mean, we're smart, like we're living our life and we're like, and I, I feel like we want to get the most out of our life. Oh, sorry. The, the, the question it's, it brings up is like, like human genetics favors, like whoever can reproduce the most more than other, like Intel, like none of that matters. Like, uh, you know, like Darwin, you know, um, Dar Darwin says that lunch. Oh, that's just the AC. Charles Darwin says that um, if a fitness model slash if a fitness model with the IQ of uh, of a uh, biologist and just like a fat lady who's doing nothing with her life, right? If the fat lady has more children, if the fat lady has one kid and the fitness model has zero, the fat lady is more genetically fit for the human race 
and it's a scary idea, but he said it and it's kind of true. But I, I don't understand. What, what do you mean genetically fit for the Meaning human? that all that matters is how is reproduction. As a species, it's the ultimate it's the ultimate goal is reproducing your genes. And that's how humans have gotten this far. Is the smart is back in the day of cavemen you're and fucking she, hunter and gatherers. You're saying because she's fat, she's better for bearing children. No, no, no. Just because she had a kid. The fitness model didn't want one. She wanted to focus on her career. And then she ended up just not having kids because she couldn't find the right guy or whatever. It doesn't matter. So, so all, all there is is that she's going to die and her genetics aren't going to be passed on. And the fat lady is going to have like four kids and then her genetics will be so, passed but, but, on. But, 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 but what did you say the fat lady was? Just just a, doesn't do anything with her life. Like but just you said fucking, she was more what? Uh, fit for what? Uh, to to genetically fit, like natural selection, like perpetuating the human race. Right. Well, because she had more kids. Exactly. That's and he said that's all that matters. And like watching that movie is crazy because it's like it's true. Like that's what happens, dude. She's more genetically fit for the human race. Yeah. Because if you're not having kids, you're by default not fit at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't really quite get that. Well, he's she, essentially she, saying she's a better human for having kids. Nah, I don't. I mean, that we're our world. We're already overpopulated, and that's already a problem. I know, I know, it is. But I, this she, dude was saying this was a long time ago. Yeah, but it, but he's he's he's, he's right because the fitness model is gonna die. Her genes right won't be passed on. Won't be passed but on. But they should be. They should be, but they won't. Right, but yeah. And it's kind of like a really raw, like, like insensitive way to look at human, the human species, Yeah, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, that movie is great and it's funny and he's shedding some light on some stuff, but I think that the internet has, you know, brought, I think that humans are evolving and we are getting smarter. Obviously, there's still stupid people out there, but like, where I think we are learning from our mistakes, and I think we are evolving as a species, and I think that, I think that my volume is like really low too. But um, I think that we're, yeah, yours is a little bit louder than mine. Is that intentional? No. But I'm not mad at it because you are louder usually. Okay, so we could just turn mine up maybe a little bit in post or whatever. Yeah. Um. I, I just think that there's, we should like look at the bright side of things. No. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like we should also be aware of like species ending crisis like this, you know, as in like that world that he was in is a horrific fucking place. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, the human, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it won't happen. It's a good point. Like the human race has progressed and all this shit. No fucking way. Are you kidding me? Look at our world right now. But has the individual gone smarter? I mean, I was just listening to Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan and they were talking about the dark web and like Sam Harris and all those dudes. And like, are you kidding me? What we're doing right now, having long form conversations through the internet is yeah, that's a good point. one example of how, I mean, shit, I, w I know way more than my parents about everything yeah because the internet no not, yeah well not just the internet it's just like the, the call it whatever you want we're evolving as a species yeah we're learning true. how to eat we're learning how to live 
more spiritually. We're learning what to value. We're, we're, we're growing and we're learning, we're learning that religion is more like a way of life that we're learning that, that the separation of religions is only a way for us to be divided and there's a commonality in all of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And that part, what time is it? We should put that in the, in the trailer. Yeah. Cause that's dope. But I mean, I, I don't know. Can we see what time with what 1102 second clip? Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the movie's genius though. It's yeah. so butt fuckers <laughs> instead of fun wreckers and you get your law degree at Costco. Yeah. It's great because it could go that, and it, it you know, he's it, shedding light on the dark side of things, but like, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's not all dark and it made me grateful for smart people. Like I finished watching the movie. I'm yeah. like, thank God for Steve jobs and Elon Musk. Yeah. Dude. Like we'd be fucked without and Joe Rogan like and Jordan Peterson. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 that's what's so genius about about Mike Judge and Silicon Valley even too is like he's able to put like a realism on something that's funny and like yeah. sheds. Some... You like Silicon Valley? Yeah, I stopped watching after season two. Yeah, me too. It's repetitive. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, yeah. I'm like we were watching the new season and it just kind of um, like actually now that we're on this topic, um. We both just saw this Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, yeah. Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is cool because everybody knows who Mr. Rogers is, right? But I feel like not until right now did we fully appreciate what he was doing for mankind. Yeah. So, like, that's actually a really good example of, like, how our technology and how we evolve. Like, that. whoever made that documentary is like an evolved human and they're like taking all of the shit that, 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 that Mr. Rogers did. And they're like going, okay, this is what that was. Let's do more of this. Yeah. I wish there was a guy like him now, but like whoever made that documentary is like a guy like him. Joe Rogan is a guy like him. Jordan Peterson is a guy better yeah. than him. I think the most powerful because part he of that- only speaks to children. Yeah. Whereas these other individuals are speaking to like everyone. Yeah. I think the most powerful part of that was like when he was Congress was trying to like defund PBS or something. And then like he was just, the dude was just like an ass, the, the head of whatever hearing they were at was just like, Nope, I don't give a fuck. Stupid whack trash. And then like, and then like Mr. Rogers, this like sensitive, like just really like, honest dude just goes up there and he's just like, I just want to like teach these kids love. Like they don't know how to feel emotions and no one ever tells them that they're okay without anything else. No one ever tells them that they're perfect just the way they are and that there's no one else like them. And he he told, and, and then the guy was like, you just got $20 million because he fucking recited the lyric. He, he recited the lyrics to one of his songs about what to do with fear and anger. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do I do with my mad? Yeah. Like, and, and, and he was like, by the way, like that title came from a child. Yeah. Therefore I'm able to use that to connect to the kid. Right. By, by writing these lyrics in his language. 
and that and 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 I mean it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to realize that like that's the pivotal point in like a human's developmental process like when yeah. they're young they can either go one way or another way and if they can go that good way that's better for everyone yeah it's better for our the human race and and it was also interesting how people were just trying to find ways to like like they couldn't comprehend someone being that good of a person. Like they were like, Oh, he actually was, he tatted up and that's why he was like all the way covered or there. He was like, Oh, he used to be an ex Navy seal yeah. and he's killed a bunch of people. And like they made up all this shit cause they couldn't process someone who was, because we're not used to people without a scandal or some crazy shit. He was just a good guy. Does it kind of remind you of something that's happening right now? Like, and, like Kanye? Yeah. Is that where you're going with it? I am. Yeah, actually did remind it. me of Kanye. Because as soon as people start talking about shit that's like too good to be true, people automatically think that that's exactly what it is. Too good to be true. And it's like, it, it, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of also similar to like what we're talking about with Drake. It's like we just want to like tear people down. It's like Kim Kardashian. Like before we started this podcast, you were telling me that Kylie Jenner's on track to be the first, the youngest billionaire ever. Yeah. Younger than Mark Zuckerberg. Like I don't, a lot of people like when you say that the immediate reaction for most people is probably like hate. For sure. She's getting so much. Hate it's crazy. It. I don't do that. I've learned that the only way for me to like, be a better person and like contribute to society is to not do that shit. It's so easy to just like automatically go to that hate place. I don't fucking hate on any of the Kardashians. Yeah. And like the reality is I don't give a fuck how they got to where they, they are. They're where they are. And that's not easy to do. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't yeah. give a fuck if you're Drake and you got ghostwriters. I don't give a fuck if you're Michael Jackson or Britney Spears or fucking Taylor Swift or, or Kim Kardashian. Like you don't, everybody wants to be that famous and everyone wants to sit there and talk shit about the people that have achieved it and they want to tear them down and, and, and make them, you know, stupid or like they, they, like they found some shortcut. There's no fucking shortcuts. Justin Bieber, there's no shortcuts. Dude was playing drums in a fucking mall when he yeah. was like nine years old or some shit. Yeah. I think that's another really good clip that we could use. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. People just look for that shit. I mean, it was it was like crazy. Oh. I just felt like he was on some level. Like I feel like I'm starting to see a common thread in people like that. Of like, they're on this level of like all love. Like it sounds mm. corny, but like there's this high level of like spiritual awakeness mm. or something in the air with Mister Rogers, Jesus. And like mm -hmm. what Kanye was trying to do, but yeah. he didn't do as well. Obviously. He's trying, and, but he's trying to. Yeah. And like, it's this interesting, like, just love your neighbor. That's yeah, it. And yeah. it's like, people don't, it's, it, it doesn't click with people. Yeah. I, I'm really trying like genuinely. That's like why I called sus. Yeah. That's why I called Seth. Like I'm trying, like I'm really trying. And it's not about just being nice to like the people you love. It's about being nice to the people that hurt you. It's about forgiveness, you know? And, and even he said in that documentary, it's when people 
tear you down to feel better about themselves. That's evil or that's like the dark of man, which is like what they were doing to him. And it's also like, I was going to ask you, cause I think that like, this is an important question. Like, why do we do that? Like, why do people want to hate immediately? I mean, I just gave you the answer. I mean, to make themselves feel better. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, but then that to make themselves feel better, like the core of that is that they don't love themselves. Exactly. And that's the core of everything. Which is exactly what he's trying to do. Make them love themselves. He's like starting, he like went to the root. Yeah. At the youngest, like, let me just, let me just water the root. Let me get these kids to love themselves as they are. So they won't be like that. And, and, and I love that he says, like, you're good just the way you are. And then these fools tore that apart. Yeah. They they're, were they're like, like entitlement or some yeah, shit. I like, was like, are you kidding? That they're looking for ways yeah, to shut them down. Yeah. But I mean, there, there is something to be said for that. It's kind of like what uh, Simon Sinek was talking but, about, but about millennials. His, but, then his, but then his rebuttal to that was just like inherent. Like most of these people who are saying the entitlement shit are Republican. They come from like a right wing. And like that, that kind of, that kind of ideology is like, comes from a lot of religious shit. And if you look at Christian texts, humans have inherent value for being human Yeah, and that's okay. Like you don't have like, and then he, and like, and that point I was like, yes, it's true. You, you have an inherent value for being a person cause you're special. And there's no one else like you. And then he went on the stage at the commencement speech yeah. and he said like, he said, what I meant by that was like, you don't have to do anything sensational oh my God. for you to be in, in order for you, for people to love you. That, that, and like that hit me, dude. And I, I almost like, cried. My girlfriend, exact same thing with Jesse. And like, it kind of hit her too. And like, I kind of understood her in a way, like why she's obsessed with being famous yeah. and like everything. Like I was like, oh, she just wants to be loved. Yeah. And like, <sighs> boom. And I was just like, dude, he's on some high yeah, level it, shit. It, it, when, when he said that, that was the most emotional part of the documentary for me because it spoke to me. And I already know that. Um, it's literally what I've been, it's been the theme of my therapy for 15 years. And it's, it's, I like that he was able to clarify that for all the fucking idiots that were trying to make it about yeah, like, yeah. but like, <clears throat> I get what they were saying too. So I have two points I want to make. One, Giving everyone a trophy for participation isn't good, right? Yeah, but it, that's it, not what he was saying. Yeah, it's a straw man argument. But but but, what, but 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 Simon Sinek is saying that our generation, the problem with like you know instant gratification. Okay, no, 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 right? we're not going to talk about this right no, now. No, no, no. But I'm just because saying that that's, the reason I don't want to talk about this is because what they did is this thing called a straw man argument, where someone like if you present an argument to me. A straw man is I take that, twist it into something it's not, and I attack that argument. And what happens is you miss out on what Mr. Rogers is actually saying. And like the whole like validation, the trophy thing is a whole other thing. No, but that's what they were. But it's wrong is that's not what he was saying. Right. But he my, wasn't saying yeah. giving them trophies. He was just saying, just love them. Right. That's yeah, it. Yeah. No, the point is that like they took what he was saying. And they twisted it into some and, other shit. And they made it, oh, that's why these kids are not doing anything because they think they're special. It's like, what, but what it's you, actually, are not, you saying to not love your children? It's actually kind of, it's actually kind of complicated. It's like very simple yet complicated, right? Because the reason that kids aren't participating and that aren't, they aren't trying is because they don't feel special and they don't feel loved. 
and they don't feel good enough, right? So they're actually making an argument. They're actually proving their own point, yeah. right? But they're, but they're not... They're not really like understanding the root of psychology, which he was, which is kind of crazy because he wasn't a psychologist. He was like an, a minister, but he was, he was a religious he, spiritual. They showed in the movie he was talking to child psychologists, and he before yeah. he started the show, and but he, he was also like, was like a, a minister and like was yeah. practicing like Christianity and religion like a lot. So um, the, the next thing I wanted to say was like, yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to articulate what he said on stage because he made that statement clear once people were starting to attack him yeah by meaning like um you don't need to do anything spectacular to be loved it's heavy it's like, so heavy when he was saying like he's like i imagine the camera just being one kid and like he's just saying like i love you and you're okay as you are and like yeah. it sounds corny but you really think about like how often does anyone ever say that to you yeah and that's like all we're really like just hungry and thirsty for is just someone to just well, tell I us mean, that. Us especially because we didn't really get it or I didn't really get it. And that's actually like the root of like what's wrong with the society is like our parents. It's just this ongoing cycle of like feeling awkward saying like the other day, like I got it. We got a big check. And like the first thing I thought, I felt so good that we finally got this check and I just wanted to text him like we got it. And I just wrote, I love you, bro. But it, I felt like, like corny saying it and I felt like I was opening myself up to, for like an attack to be made on me. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for him to be like, oh, we got to do this or that or this, right? Yeah. But it was the truth and it was like, that's it. That's all that matters. What did he say? He was like, um, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of, we've worked really hard for this and I'm proud. He's, you know. So he, he received it. Yeah, he's great. But like, he didn't say like, I love you too, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's the, it's hard to it like, hard. to really open yourself up and like be love and like love yourself. Enough. It's fucking complicated. And man. the first time, like no one ever told me like I was okay until I like got into AA. Mm -hmm. I went into AA and then like, I remember the first, I literally remember the moment I heard it for the first time in my life. I met my grand sponsor for the first time. And he was like, listen, man, he was like giving me like the rundown of AA and mm -hmm. like just everything. And he was just like, you're okay right now. Like you're exactly yeah. where God wants you to be and how he wants you to be right now. Perfect. Yeah. There's nothing to change. And I remember just being like, like, whoa, whoa, I didn't think what that. do you mean? Yeah. And like the crazy part is like every single person listening is okay. Yeah. Right where you're at. Like we're all supposed to be where we're at and no, nothing happens by mistake. And, and Jordan Peterson is actually laying out like rules and guidelines for regular people. We have AA. But like those 12 rules and like, just, just listen to the last podcast that he yeah. did with Joe Rogan. He's talking about lowering the bar. I was listening to it on the way here. And it's like, I love that. It's kind of, it, does it kind of remind you of like how I look at this? Like, let's just do like one, like, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than look at like a year from now getting views, you know? Yeah. It's like, let's just, you keep lowering the bar to like, 
like, does this sound as good as it can? Does it look as good as it can? Like, right. Where, where, where you take and whoever's out there listening, like whoever's out there listening, like you take whatever necessary step is in front of you. Not like what the leap is or what is 20 steps ahead. Like, you know, maybe someone's like 40 years old and they have never graduated high school and they just want to graduate high school. Like that's the next step for them. And that's good enough. That's okay. Yeah. That's where they're supposed to be. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish, yeah, dude, I feel like more people need to be told that. Yeah. Okay. And and love is the world would be such a better place. Yeah. And love is like, it's like, love is like a corny word. And like God is a corny. It's like, it sucks that like, that like, society and like humans have put such a you know there's this kind of like negative it's like corny it's like because most people don't really love themselves so when they hear that they're like ooh, that doesn't feel right that's that feels weird like what are your motives behind saying that or whatever but like we can break the chain right now yeah and we can be more like supportive and loving to our kids and like listen and like care but like the problem is is that this the media and like just like our culture instills this fear this level of fear that's like you can't ever tell your kid he's okay because the fucking storm is coming and they need to be ready for it and like that was the way my parents showed me love it was like keep doing better keep doing better because then you'll be able to chill once you achieve this like goal that's like literally unachievable yeah. Missing the whole point, which is that like, we're good right now. Yeah. So I, that's like why they do it. Yeah. It reminds me of uh Lake Nasi last year. It was just like you and me by the campfire. We we're talking about like, oh, yeah. like achieving like that ultimate goal, whether it be you like, you know, like hyper crush just blowing up to like the right. next, next level. And like, or me becoming like, like the film director, like the next Tarantino, right. It is this dream we have. Yeah. And uh, you said that your therapist said, like, what if you don't get it? Like, what, what's, what's so bad if you don't become that? No, no, no. The, the, the question he asked me is, why is it important for you to be a big director? Because if I don't have it, I'm not okay. And that was the core of the whole thing. It was right. Like, and the crazy part is that, like, you can be okay and then go out and get it. Yeah. And enjoy that process. And I believe, you know, actually, I don't know about that. I'm kind of struggling with that right now. Yeah. yeah, That's a big one for me too. Is like, because a lot so, of the artists that we look up to it's just pain, suffering. And that's how them. they created like, it. Like dude, yeah. right now, like this, um, like I worked through a lot of shit with, you know, the 12 steps and like therapy. Like I fixed a lot of anger I had towards my dad and all that shit. And like, I, I was afraid that this would happen is that I would lose my drive yeah. and ambition. And I didn't lose it, but it is dampened a little bit. And yeah. I, I guess I now have to find a new source of drive and ambition because before it was anger and resentment. Yeah, yeah, and now, now I'm like here and I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay with not achieving more every single day, yeah. which is fine. But like, I kind of want to still achieve more shit. And I'm kind of struggling with like, how do I, like, what do I do now? Well, this is what I think. I think that that's a blessing in disguise because like what you were chasing before, you weren't supposed to be chasing. And now through love and inspiration, you'll, you'll gravitate towards the right thing to do through like real inspiration. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm just in like 
I haven't found but that yet. I'm in that limbo. That's half the battle of an artist is finding like what to do. But I feel like make. lost. That's okay. So was Sofia Coppola before she made Lost in Translation. So was fucking Francis Ford Coppola. So was, you know, like you, you'll find it. And when you do, it'll be the right thing rather than chasing the wrong thing out of like anger and like insecurity and fear. Although some dope shit can be made that way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And like, I see like, I see like my friends, like I, I've know some close people that, uh, they, I could see it in them, that they're driven by anger and resentment. And like, I see them doing all this like crazy shit that looks good on paper. And sometimes I'm like, fuck, I wish I could have it back in a way, in this weird fucked up way. Like I value my own accomplishments over my mental health. And like, I kind of want it back. But if you say that, you know, I'm like, is it true? Well, I mean, here's the thing you have to ask yourself. Like, do you really want that? Do do you, do you really want to live every waking hour that way? No, there it is. And, um, because like all that shit, like look at fucking Mel Gibson. You, you, you could, you can't do more. You can't win bigger. First, he was the biggest movie star in the world. And then he literally became the biggest director in the world. And then he went on an insane rant on the phone, talking shit to his girlfriend. And you, you can hear the horrible pain and despair in his voice. You can hear that. Like you hear that, it's like misery. It's like ego driven. Like he doesn't know what to do with his ego because he's, everyone's supposed to bow down to him and she's not. And he's like, he doesn't know what to do with it. He never learned how to like deal with that. And he's just fucking, I mean, that's, that's what, that's, that's how people commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman or Chester Bennington? Yeah. Like we'll remember them forever, but like, I, I'd rather just have a happy life. Well, even even that, like what you said about remembering them forever, like I believe that no one is remembered. Like, because right. if if you yeah, think about like a certain period of time, name, for sure. I mean, who are your top five favorite people from the 1500s? Yeah, that was only 500 years ago. The only person yeah. I could name before that is is Jesus Christ. I mean, Leonardo, and he was the son of God. Yeah. So like, I have to become the well, son of like, God to be remembered for 2,000 years. Da Vinci like cut his fucking ear off, and that was so recent. This dude fucking, you, you want to get to that point? No, it wasn't. No, I'm talking about like Picasso cut his ear, or was no, no, whatever. it was uh, both of those dudes. Both of those dudes were miserable fucks. Yeah, right. And 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 that's why we remember them hundreds of years later. But I still don't think the two are mutually exclusive. Like I do think you can be. Look at Joe Rogan. Like, who, I, I do, who do you think, think that's on like, like, the, like, like, like the Kurt Cobain level, like artistry that is like mentally. Okay. Like right now. Yeah. Drake. And I think that's one of the reasons why I fuck with him because when I hear his lyrics, I go like, wow, this dude, I think this dude's like, he's okay. He seems like he's happy and he's yeah, like, he's like, fair. he's like, he falls back a little bit and he's like, y'all are just talking too much. Like, I'm just like going to do me here. Like I, I, we, we know this person who like lives next to him 
and like he's in his house he has a studio in his house and he just does it all he just works in his house with his homies and like feeds his family his his whole crew he always talks about that right like he brought up all his crew from canada and like he just like they're just like all like friends and family like doing it together but um yeah i think kanye is trying to figure it out i think for sure kanye is figuring it out yeah he is you know what i mean and that's why i like him because he's like Figuring it out on a public forum. Because, like, when I, when I think, I'm thinking, like, P- Picasso level, like, who, who are we going to look back on? You know, like, who's the Picasso of our generation, like, in the art history books? I know it seems ridiculous to think about rapping that way, but it well, will be. But, like... Tarantino. Yeah, that's true. He's fucking happy. Most, well, I don't most, know. I most don't directors know. seem, like, pretty balanced dudes. I know Francis Ford Coppola. Like Christopher Nolan is a fucking straight cut, just fucking suit, gel head back. Like they just chill dudes. David Fincher. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that these people will, it's just, it's, it's hard to forget about being remembered. I mean, that, that just goes, you know, that, that's just more proof like of the fact that like to be happy is more important. It's true. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of scary and it's kind of like, uh, I guess the reason for me it's scary, it's just new. I've never been right. happy at where I'm at. Like, yeah. for example, like right now, like I'm doing financially like pretty good, mm. right? Like I, uh, like, and. How? Um, through just video jobs and like. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah, and I don't have like a, like a nine to five. And I'm good, but I also like live in my parents' house. But like, but like where, for a 21 year old. Like, where is most of that money coming from? Um, partially Ridge and then this other client I have. Cool. So it's like 50-50. Yeah. And then he like offered me like to like come on as the videographer. for cool. They just make like four videos a month for him and yeah. do his social media. And he's paying pay me well. Yeah. And like, and mm-hmm. like, it's weird. Like I, and then sometimes I just sit at home and I'm like, I don't need anything else to be happy and it's kind of uncomfortable and it's kind of scary because I go on my Instagram and then I see all these people like just doing like they're like still driven by that anger and they're just like doing all this crazy shit and I'm like I'm happy like who and I don't want to name it I think I know who you're talking about though low-key <laughs> Seth no you're fucking <laughs> you, you might have to cut that out yeah well, do I not? I mean, I, I, who else would could it even possibly be? Um, oh, does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But now it's just like weird because you asked, you made it weird. But you asked me who, so I'm not. I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent all the time. I don't give a fuck. Like I love that kid, but like I see that. I see it in him. But yeah. it's all good. The point is this. The point is that like, like it's, Jordan it's Peterson. Like, but what I was trying to say is like, as I feel like left behind in a way, like almost like the negative, angry, resent, resentment driven ambition is the norm. And now right. that I'm happy, like I feel like, and everyone's out, and everyone's out there and I'm like, I kind of want to be part of that. But then I'm yeah. like, but it's wrong. Well, I mean, look, you, you, your, your, your perception is totally fucked up. Okay, you're just off. You're you're, you're off. Okay, because the you're like Jordan talks about. Like you, it's we're happiest when we're like pushing, and that's good. You can keep pushing. It doesn't mean you need to be like driven by fear and resentment. 
That's true. Like I built this entire company on like love. It was like the second phase of my life. It's surrender. Yeah. Where I was just like all good. I brought yeah. in like sick alcoholics. I was like, what people failing all around me? I'm like bringing them up, teaching. It's like, and it just all like led me to this point where like we're better than we've ever been. Yeah, that's good. That gives me hope, dude. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, this <clears throat> camera is off center and it's pissing me off. <sighs> So we just did a little camera adjustment. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really interesting topic that we could talk more on later or whatever after we sit on it, which yeah. is like, you know, but that's the other thing is you can't really know what someone's going through in their personal life. Like if Chester Bennington was still alive from Lincoln Park, we probably would use him as like the first example of a dude that's like winning and happy. Right. Yeah. And like he killed himself. Yeah, it's true. You don't know. You only see the best parts of people. So we're you're talking about Nolan, Christopher Nolan, and we're talking about David Fincher. And we don't know anything about these people. It's true. All we know is about ourselves. And I just fucking, I can't, I bought honestly, bro. Like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I know I, that's, that's the point I reached too, dude. I like I reached, I reached the point of like, I felt insane. I feel like I lost control of my own sanity. Yeah. Three, almost four years sober where I was just paralyzed with anger and fear. Like the, the anger served me to, to up to that point. And then I got to this point where I couldn't function anymore. It was just pure rage, jealousy, and it was ruining my relationships. Yeah. And it was, it was then where I was like, all right, this isn't worth it. Yeah. And I fixed it. And uh, now it's just new life without it. And it's fucking, it's weird. And yeah, I mean, I believe you when you say you built this company on love and I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do that. I'll do it that way. Yeah. The same thing happened to me, but I, I, I will say that it doesn't just go away. No, no. It, yeah. It's no, of course it's never goes away, but it's n not even close to the intensity that but I, it, I, this is months and years of therapy. You yeah, know what I mean? But I'm like, just, I just saying like it could it. come back and end up being worse. It, it, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. The point is that we have this awareness, right? And like, we can like catch it when it comes and like, remember like, wait, what am I tripping on? Yeah. Like there's how many galaxies and like what, how insignificant am I again? Like, and then you just, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, what? Mm -hmm. Fucking trying to make a fucking movie. It's like, we're not that important. You just help someone else. Like, just be a good person, you know? Yeah. Just laugh a little. Have, have a fucking, get a dog. It reminds, dude, I watched, have you seen that video with, I forgot his name, but he was like a, a, a known radio host back in the day where he, he talks about if I were the devil. Can I play it right now? Yeah. He talked, can I, can I use your phone? Yeah. He talks about like, if he was the devil, what he would do to society in order to make like evil seem better and goodness seem quote unquote square. Mm. And it's, and it really like hit me and this dude I know from the program posted it. And I was like, listen, and first of all, first I was like, this is some Christian brainwash, which is fine. But then I like, I really listened to it and it was like, fuck man. Mm. Were you, were you watching Ben's truck? Recently, Lil Peep. Yeah, I I ended That's up watching. So, I was watching it today. 
Well, I just ended up watching like a documentary. Like it was a documentary on Little Pete. Um, that I, just came I, up. I kind of wanted to do a a Little Peep reaction video. Yeah, I don't really like know. I don't really like fuck with his, any of his music that hard. All right, here we go. If I were the devil. If I were the devil. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Damn. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. Yeah, that's crazy. That last part about the sex shit was kind of weird, but... Uh, uh, could you keep an eye on that? Because I, I can't see the time. Just let me know before it gets 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's a good... Uh, like, what do you think about that? I just... I kind of noticed that in, like... Because like, I listen to that, and then I listen to Travis Scott's Rodeo, and he's just, just, just like... 
Like, like we get, we get so high. Like if you can't hang with us, you can't hang with us. Like the real niggas like yeah. are the ones on another level of high. Like we get, you know what I mean? It's like, and it's like to say like, Hey, you know, you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't do too many drugs. It's square. Yeah. And like, for example, from another thing of like rap drama is like Russ, I saw him live at Dana and he wore this shirt, which I thought was the hardest shirt I've ever seen in my life. Was a, was it? What said? How much lean and Xanax do you have to do before you realize you're a fucking loser? Mm-hmm. Right? I thought it was amazing because like all these yeah. people are dying. Russ. Yeah, all these people Who's are Russ. Dude, self-made art rapper made 13 albums before he blew up. Like super grinder. You should check him out. And everyone hated on him. They're like, "Fuck Russ." It just became a popular thing. I'm just like, how can you? He's telling people not to do drugs, and he's like square, and he's like yeah. lame for that. And it's. It, it, it's it's true as I feel like society kind of leans towards the bad quote unquote bad things right yeah yeah I mean that's kind of like why I gravitate towards like that father John Misty shit because he's just talking about like other shit but I listened to pure comedy dude that song and it's absolutely amazing like crazy. When, he, when he was talking about he was just like from religions written by scriptures with um about hating women from a man with epilepsy. Wow. He's talking about St. Pablo and like, he actually did have epilepsy and like he hated, he was a terrible person yeah. and I'm, dude. But anyway. Yeah. The um, melodies though are crazy too. That's, that's what I get off on. I don't even know the lyric you're talking about, but yeah, like I enjoy that shit too. You know, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. There's something in, entertaining about that. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I think art is meant to be like a little bit mysterious and, you know, you, you kind of get gather your own. It's supposed to be more than just like getting loaded and fucking bitches and getting money. I mean, that's like seems to be what the majority of like the rap shit is about. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't anymore. Yeah, it, it actually did take away from the rap in a way for me. But the way Travis Scott gets away with it, he's actually talking about how bad it is and how he doesn't want it anymore. Oh, right. Yeah. So, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cop out. It's difficult to talk about like the human condition. Yeah. It's difficult to, 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 to make art on like, on that kind of stuff, you know, like Pink Floyd, like, can you tell a cold steel rail from a smile from a veil? Um, heaven or hell like good from bad like can you really tell like the difference like that song wish you were here um, amazing like yeah like he's pl- they're playing he's playing with like the human condition and he's talking about like moral issues in an artistic way that like t- speaks to me and the music is so incredible behind it it's like that's I need that. Like I need to, to I need thought provoking art. Yeah, and that's what pure comedy he he literally laid out the human condition in like seven yeah. minutes and I was just like, Oh my god. Yeah. And, and, and he nailed it. Yeah, in an interview he talks about that he uses that the, that phrase, the the human condition. Wow. Because it's not that he's like making fun of Trump. Yeah, really. that's I mean he, he but he he's he's talking a little bit about that a little bit and it kind of came out around that time too. But it's about so much more. Like to 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 put all your problems, to put the world's problems on like one individual is just so stupid. Yeah. It's so it's just further going to polarize everyone. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, there's, there's reasons why he became president. Yeah. And, and now that he is, it's like, all right, let's rally and like support our president. Yeah. I mean, that's, is that too crazy of a concept instead of just constantly complaining about it? Yeah. Let's he can't, just he can't do anything right. Do the better. Let's do the best we can with each of us as individuals. Let's stop pointing the finger and let's just, um, you know, look at whatever positive shit he's doing. And, 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 and if we don't agree with something, that's okay. We'll talk about it. And yeah, I mean, I mean, politically, like politically, the country is so fucked right now. Yeah. Like they're so split and they're so like, no one is a moderate anymore. I am every, I am too. Yeah. But everyone is just Joe, extreme Jordan left. Pe- no, Jordan Peterson extreme. is. Yeah. But dude, you're talking no, about, they, they, you're talking about the fucking intellectual well, fucking people that see it. But the majority of people are either far left or far but right. Hold up. Hold up though. He has millions of YouTube subscribers and Joe Rogan gets billions of downloads. Right. So I don't know. Like, I just think that the people that are polarized are loud. And the media is loud and like Joe, like fucking, this is, I just tweeted this. We're witnessing the death throes of a dying. Who said that? I saw that tweet. Uh, that's, that was my tweet because Jordan. Oh Peterson yeah. Talks about, you. This is what it looks like when something's dying. They're desperately trying to get views and attention and they're like they're they're screaming as loud as they can so that's what's happening right now in the media and it's it's making the world look more fucked up than it is but like anything else things have to get worse before they get better yeah and i think things are going to start getting better although this is something jordan and joe talk about a lot how polarized everything is but i do think we should consider how we're getting like what the reason we think that is because of the media, yeah. which is dying and it's not the majority anymore. So it's like, we're going to start to need to, we're going to start needing to do more of this type of shit. And people are going to start needing to like seek out their independent sources of, you know, you, you know, Elon Musk tried to do that. Hmm. He tried to create a platform that ranked news sources by their bias. Mm. And he got so much hate from like every journalist. And I like wasn't surprised. And they were just giving him like, you're, you don't understand the integrity of journalism and all this bullshit. And he couldn't do it. He tried to create a ranking system. Yeah. Based on what media outlets are getting on how, on how bias and like how, um, yeah, about how I'm pretty much on their bias. Okay. But I think what's more important is like getting a collective, like number of like how many people are listening and getting their news from what, right? Yeah. He had some other shit too. So so. I think that like probably right now, more people are getting their information from like good sources than like CNN. I don't know about that. That's, that was like the first thing I thought when you wrote that status of like the main, someone even commented it too of like, yeah, it is, but the internet has even more misinformation than the media. No, that's media. bullshit too, though. There's so much fake news out there, dude. It's well, there's, crazy. But there's it, it's a lot became of... such a problem that Mark Zuckerberg was in front of Congress. I know, but it's not... like, and he was, and they were saying, people like you're because of fake news on your platform, it literally changed the 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 nature of American history, like the election. 
And this kid, he made, it was about sharing your spring break photos from Cabo for, and he's just like, oh, you know, and like, it's true. Like, and to the point where Facebook had to create features that like, is this verifiable source? No, like they had to get in there. And now YouTube is actually create, is actually getting more into news and they're going to feature articles instead of just videos for recent events that happen. And they're only going to feature like people that are trusted sources yeah. and they're, they're going to live edit them as new information comes out. And they're like, Google is like taking a part in this huge fake news epidemic that we're in right now. And the only guy I trust for news is this guy named Phil Franco, this YouTuber I've been watching for 10 years. He does news and he's totally unbiased and I can't find that fucking anywhere. And they asked him to be like a, the head of that whole thing. And like, the reason I feel like Google and Facebook and all these people and like when con when Congress comes in and tells you like your shit's fucking up the country, like, you know, it's real. And I feel like there is a fake news epidemic. You know what I mean? And it is a hump that they have to do. But but at the same time, like if you're if you're not lazy, you could find reliable sources. Yeah. And all this shit you're talking about is just going to make it better. Yeah, it is. And it's I, make I feel it, like it's a temporary problem. Eventually it'll yeah, go away. It's all good. Like this is like the normal these are normal growing pains of something that is going to replace the bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if you just turn on CNN, it's just, it's so blaringly biased. I feel like it's an SNL sketch. Yeah. Who would ever do that? And then like, I who put would on, ever turn on CNN? I put on Fox news and it's so, it's so biased. And I'm, I'm thinking like, how do people not see that they, yeah. they're just biased. It's crazy. You know? Um, yeah, just, but it's all going in the right direction. I don't yeah. know anyone who fucking watches that shit. Thanks to the internet, dude. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap it. All right. Thanks for fucking listening, people. And then let's... Uh, I think that whole thing should go up. Somewhere. Yeah.